Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I remind you that you have a choice in everything you do. I'll also be interviewing Mabel Katz, who is the world's most famous personal growth leader and teacher that you may never heard of. That's because she's a superstar in 40 plus countries, but is largely unheralded in North America, her place of residence. Mabel reviews her book, Zero Frequency, the easiest way to peace, happiness, and abundance that teaches you how to achieve a state of erasing all of the self-sabotaging beliefs, negative thoughts, and emotions that interfere with you living in a state of inspiration and complete peace. For more information about Mabel, please visit Mabel Cots.com. You may also purchase your book in your favorite bookstore or in the previous guest products in the store at jamesmillerlifeology.com. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. You always have a choice. Have you ever heard someone say, you make me so mad? Or it wasn't my fault, they made me do it. We've probably all said that one time or another. When I was in graduate school, I learned about Viktor Frankl, a very famous psychologist who was also a Jew, and he and his family were placed in concentration camps. Unfortunately, all of his family members were killed. But when he was in the camp, he really focused on what his purpose was. Why was he here? And he became one of the fathers of existentialism, a fancy philosophy that basically says, what is my purpose? Why am I here? What's the meaning of life? He realized while he was in the concentration camp that regardless of all the negative, horrific things that happened to him, his family dying, the abuse he suffered, the malnutrition, all of those horrific, evil things that happened in the concentration camp, he knew that regardless of that, that did not determine what he thought about. That did not determine how he responded. Because when he discovered what his purpose was, everything else then became a choice. So he had a choice if he wanted to hate those Nazis. He had a choice whether he wanted to respond or whether he didn't want to respond. And once he had that awareness, he became so much more awakened and enlightened to what he can do as opposed to what he cannot do. One of the most difficult things is when we feel like we don't have a choice, it unfortunately puts us in a state of victimhood. In other words, it means that someone else has taken our power away and we have to do what they said. And if you've truly ever been a victim of anything at all, you know how disempowering that is. You know how violated you can feel. So when you look at life and you feel like you have no choice, unfortunately, you're looking at what you can't do as opposed to what you can do. For example, Viktor Frankl was able to focus on his thoughts. That was something he could do as opposed to something he could not do. When you feel like you're backed into a corner and you physically can't do something, focus on your thoughts. Your thoughts, as we know, determine what you feel. Your feelings then determine what your body does or how you respond. So anytime you feel as if you don't have a choice, and if you're able to, it's important to take a quick second to reflect to say, okay, I feel like I can't do this, but let me focus on what I can do. So physically you can't do something, you can focus on your thoughts, you can focus on your feelings. Those allow you to become proactive. 
And once you're proactive, you're no longer a victim to what circumstances are. Now, of course, this doesn't mean that we minimize what people have done to us or we don't hold them accountable. This lesson is just simply help you focus on the fact that you do have a choice to be able to be self-sufficient, proactive, self-empowering when you focus on what you can do as opposed to what you cannot do. And the more awareness you have of that, it helps you take self-responsibility because then we do become responsible for our choices. And so when we think we don't have a choice, unfortunately, we're not holding ourselves accountable because we're not looking for what we can do And we allow that circumstance or that situation to put us in the victim role. And as we know, life circumstances can try and put us in that victim role, but it's up to us. Do we allow that or do we not? So this is an exciting time for each one of us to reflect on. Do we allow a situation to dictate how we feel or a person to tell us what to think? Or do we recognize that we always have a choice even when it feels like we don't have one? So in this, you focus on what you can do as opposed to what you cannot do. And as you do that, you'll find that you'll grow in your self-development and it will exponentially launch you closer to your purpose. I have a wonderful guest today, Mabel Katz. She speaks with you about ways to really erase your self-sabotaging beliefs, all the negative thoughts that come along with it to help you focus on a state of inspiration and complete peace. So stay tuned. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. My guest today is Mabel Katz, who is the world's most famous personal growth leader and teacher that you may never heard of. That's because she's a superstar in 40 plus countries, but is largely unheralded in North America, her place of residence. Mabel reviews her book, Zero Frequency, The Easiest Way to Peace, Happiness, and Abundance. This book teaches you how to achieve a state of erasing all of the self-sabotaging beliefs, negative thoughts, and emotions that interfere with you living in the state of inspiration and complete peace. Welcome to my show, Mabel. How are you, James? Great to be here with you. Well, thank you so much. I love your story. You have so many things that you do. One of the things that really made me chuckle was you being so well-known in 40-plus countries. It kind of makes me laugh because... I'm not a celebrity, but I go different places where my show broadcasts and people recognize me. But the great thing is in Palm Beach where I live, nobody really knows me. But the funny thing is when they do recognize me, they always recognize me when I'm sweaty or when I don't even look my best. And I'm like, okay, that's a very humbling experience. (laughs) So it's always just hysterical to me. So especially reading about you and your background. I think it's important for people to see us as humans. Yes, too. exactly. Yes? <laughs> I, I, sometimes I do a spiritual uh, journey. Uh-huh. And I remember one guy that came to a trip in Tulum in Mexico. Oh, yeah, Tulum, yeah. And, and he said, what? The person that changed my life also sweats? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, how come? She that changed his life. <laughs> She's superhuman. <laughs> That is funny. Well, it does make me laugh. I was actually just talking to someone. I was I was working with someone, and they they're like, well, "I can't tell you this because because you're James or you're this." And I'm thinking, "Oh my gosh, you literally know nothing about my personal life," which is fine. But it is interesting when we're positions of you know maybe people listen to us or have a platform. Unfortunately, they 
Sometimes people put us on that pedestal or that platform to think that we don't experience life or that we are at the pinnacle of our life, but don't have our own personal struggles that we yeah. overcome. Or that you don't have problems. Yes, exactly. But you know what's interesting is I think so many times people forget that I'm sure in your life and my life, they don't see those times when we second guess ourselves, when we have fear, when we're alone in bed crying, like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I don't know if this is what's right for me. And so I really want to normalize that for our listeners today, that whatever they're experiencing, we have experienced that before and we will continue to experience. But what it boils down to is what do you do when you experience something like that? Exactly. We always have an option. Something can be a, become a stumbling block or it can become a stepping stone and the choice is yours. Yeah. So basically, uh, that's what I talk about. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my expertise. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling people, do not wait not to have fear. Yes. You yeah. know, or, or, or I'm not worried anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, maybe the worry is there. Maybe the fear is there, but you don't give it the control. Exactly. You know, you are not that fear. Yes. You are not that worry. And you have control. You can put some distance. Mm -hmm. You can buy or not buy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, exactly. Like everything that tells you, the news tells you and everything. So, you have to realize how powerful you are to decide your life, yes. to to choose what you want to create or attract in your life. Mm -hmm. You are not a victim. Yes, exactly. So it depends on your choices, moment by moment. So zero frequency is about how to be at zero most of the time, mm -hmm. how to be conscious most of the time so that I don't pick the fear, yes. I don't pick the worry, I don't engage with my mm -hmm. uh, emotion from the past because yes. somebody came and pushed my buttons <laughs> and reminded me. Yeah. Yeah. So and and uh, you can you can make different choices mm -hmm. or you can be an observer because the problems are not the problems but how we react to the problem. Exactly. So the fear is not the fear the fear yes. the problem that I buy into the fear. Yes. And you know, what I really want people to understand as well is Mabel is not saying that you won't experience these things. There's a difference between life happening and you have the initial response but then you have a conscious awareness of what do I do? So for example, if I come up and startle you, of course you'd be like, oh my gosh. And then when you realize it's me, then you have that choice to say, do I stay in fear or do I laugh about it because James startled me? But I think so many times people forget that, that they experience the initial response but then they forget they now have a choice. So there is the natural emotional reaction and then it becomes a self-awareness of what do I do after that? So there's so life is going to happen. We will have heartache. We will have pain. We will have disappointment. We'll have all these things. But as soon as you're aware of it, then that becomes your self-responsibility to say, what do I do with this now? I am in control of this as opposed to this controlling you. You have free choice. Yes, and you that's do. a big one, especially yeah. in the times that we are living right now. Yes. Knowing that you have free choice and yes. you are really choosing what you are paying attention, mm -hmm. what you believe and you don't believe yes. and things like that. So that you you know that life depends on you and yes. nothing outside of you. Yes. You know, I one of the things I really appreciated about your book, and I, I did some research on this on my own, was you used the Hawaiian philosophy, and I am not going to be able to pronounce the word because it's it's a beautiful I word. Do it. I will yeah, do it. Please pronounce it for me. Ho'oponopono. Okay, yeah, I would not have said that correctly. <laughs> so please tell us what that is. Ho'oponopono is a very ancient Hawaiian art of problem solving. Mm -hmm. For me, it became my philosophy of life. Yes. You know, a way of perceiving problems in a different way. Mm -hmm. So I will put it in a very intellectual and mm -hmm. practical way. Good. In life, like you said, we have that choice moment. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's not what happened, but how we react, like yes. we said before. Mm -hmm. So life is actually the monitor in your life. Mm -hmm. 
So you can talk to the monitor all day, but the monitor cannot do anything. <laughs> or you can take responsibility and press the delete key. I like that. Whatever, for whatever is in me, I'm sorry. You know, I erase it. Yes. So responsibility is not guilt. Okay, please mm -hmm. do not confuse it. Yes. Yeah? So what Ho'oponopono tells us that we are 100% responsible is the programs that are playing in our subconscious mind that are the ones attracting and manifesting in our life. Mm. And because they are in our subconscious mind, it's hard for us to take responsibility. Yes. yes. But everything in our life is just memories. That's why you exactly. react. You decide what is fearful or not, mm -hmm. what is hard or what is easy. Yeah? Yeah. It's so subjective. You know, uh, you decide that. So when you when you know that your life changes completely and that's why i call it the easiest way i love that because it's working it's working with the part of you that has all the solutions to all your problems mm -hmm. that knows what is the program running there yes. and that can erase it i can erase it but it's not we that erase it you are giving permission to this part of you mm -hmm. to erase yes you have but you have to press you have to press the delete key first. That is a choice. You know, it really makes me think of when I was working with a lot of um, a lot of parents who had to tell their children that they were going to get a divorce or perhaps children who experienced really traumatic things. What I would always tell the adults is however you explain it to them or however, whatever they, however they see you respond to it, it's how they're going to understand it. So as an adult, I understand all the emotional struggles. I understand all the pain. But as a child who doesn't have all that experience... If I come in here crying and screaming, saying, oh my God, I can't believe this happened, which I may feel that, but if I express that to the child, then the child then takes all of that, all of the adult version of their memories, their thoughts, their fears, their worries, and then they identify that experience with that. So a lot of it comes down to, as parents, just as, as an example of what you're saying, however we describe something to a child determines how they then view that for the rest of their life. And so it's exactly. the same concept. Yeah. As, a, as right now, when I experience something, how do I make sure that I don't over, over experience it where then that influences me in the future? So first of all, it is something very important what you are bringing up. Our kids don't listen to us. Mm -hmm. They observe us. So you, exactly. even if you feel like that and you don't say anything, <laughs> your kid knows everything. Yeah. Yes? <laughs> so it is very important. One of the things that I always say is we have to become uh, happy uh, parents, mm -hmm. not perfect. Yeah. We don't have to to raise professional people. Yeah, exactly. We have to to raise happy people, yes. and that is it starts with us, yes, mm -hmm. and with our uh, example. Mm -hmm. So uh, the thing is, for example, kids don't worry as much. Actually, mm -hmm. we have to go back to being children. We yeah. have to stop worrying so much and things. But like you said, you know, pain is inevitable. Mm -hmm. We are gonna have problems. Yes. Our reaction, yes, is optional. Yes, yes. exactly. Suffering so, yes. is optional. Go, seeing yourself as a victim for, for the rest of yeah. your life is optional. Yeah. yeah. So, so important, you know, uh, exactly. A lot of memories that we've been accumulating, mm -hmm. things, decisions. Notice that in the same family, you have all kids different. Yeah, How it's come? true. Yeah. Same parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's because we have free choice of what we yeah. choose. Yeah. for our life, what we believe. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I was talking to my sis, I have two sisters older than me and we were talking about when we were children and they explained their version of, of how they grew up and I explained mine completely different. And, and they're like, I don't understand that. And I was like, well, it's because of, you know, we just learned the world differently. You know, you're a few, a few years older than me, a different birth, you know, different age group than me. And, but it is so true. Every single person is going to view something different. I always tell people, think of a cube, you know, like a dice. 
And what, how, if you stare at one side all the time, that's going to be how, what you always see. Your that, reality. Yeah, that cube is like your situation. So then you turn that cube like, oh, well, maybe it's a little bit different. Maybe I can look at this differently. And that's the same concept you're talking about. If you find that your reactions and how you deal with life or a situation doesn't make you feel good or is not productive or healthy, well, then you have that choice to say, well, let me turn that cube a little bit to say, maybe it wasn't how I thought. Well, I'll give, I'll, I will go one step forward, mm -hmm. okay? Um, Osho, the master Zen, said, mm -hmm. why is it so difficult for us to let go of what makes us miserable? Oh, interesting. Why we keep, yeah. why we keep doing the same thing? Yeah, like exactly. Said, yeah. Expecting different results. Yeah, yes? insanity, okay. yeah. So Osho says, if you let go of that that makes you miserable, you have to let go of the benefit. The payoff. Uh, the payoff. And you know what? Nobody will say, how come I, I could get a benefit from this? Yeah. yeah? How could I do this? But uh, James, I had I was giving a seminar in Monterrey, Mexico. Uh -huh. And this woman, after we did a process and everything regarding this, she raised her hand. And you know what she told me? What? She says, Mabel, I'm not going to play cancer anymore because I think my kids will call me anyway, even if I don't have cancer. You understand? Wow, we, it's, yeah, it's that's powerful. It's yeah. very powerful. You have to know that deep inside, you think you are getting something because of being mm -hmm. a victim or because of doing, or that you have to play. You know, I think we stay in the two years old temper tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> you know, okay, if I cry, if I get sick yeah. or something, they pay attention to me. But now we are adults. Yeah. And we need to see that what we've been doing, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I was I was w uh, watching something and I want to piggyback off what you said because I, I love that response that she said, my kids will still call that. That's so powerful. Like logically, it was like, of course they would. But when you don't know that and you're experiencing that, yeah, of course you would. I, um, I was, saw something on, on Instagram that was talking about when you replay the part of a song that you hear that hurts you because it didn't hurt you enough. And so I was laughed about that because I've heard, you know, so many songs of like, they're like these breakup songs. And you go, back and listen to it and you get all this pain and then you listen to it again to feel the pain. But something as simple as that, when you talk about why it validates you is I think in situations like that, it validates your loss. But when you say, well, I can still validate my loss, but now validate my future. It removes something as simple as listening to a song to validate your pain because the pain is in the past. The pain doesn't serve you okay. anymore. Learning how to say, I don't have to repeat my past and to feel that over and over again. That is now a launch pad or that's a foundation to say, yeah, I could totally feel that. But what does that do for me? How does that help me today? How does that help me move forward and become the person I want to become? And I can worry about things that or quote, worry about things that are, I may happen today as opposed to things that have happened to me in the past. It just okay. really don't matter. So you know how I got to Ho'oponopono? How? Well, the universe brought it to oh, me. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> but, but because I kept saying there has to be an easier and faster way. I mm -hmm. didn't buy into the drama. I did a lot of things like everybody when you wake up yeah, yes? uh -huh. and you start your search for happiness and peace, <laughs> yeah? Because you realize you've been looking in the wrong places, yes. yeah? And that's not out there. So, um, so 
but there was a lot of drama in the seminar. You know, a lot of people crying, a lot of people realizing things from the past and blaming somebody. Yeah. There was some, somebody yeah. always that had you take the blame yeah, for my problem. <laughs> so I said, there has to be an easier and faster way. I didn't buy into replaying, you know, mm -hmm. or trying to remove, you know, what happened and yeah. feeling the pain. Because you can't change that. it, yeah. Yeah, so... So, and I found Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono says, hey, you are 100% responsible. Responsible. You created it. You mm -hmm. can change it. Yes. <laughs> Without depending on anybody yeah. or anything outside yourself. And since I was a little girl, I always wanted to be independent. So can you imagine? Oh, it worked freedom, out well for you. <laughs> the freedom that I got when I said, ah, oh, it all depends on me. Yeah. All right. I love that. That's funny. But, you know, even really thinking about that, because... The concept of we are all self-made people. We often think of self-made people as, you know, Bill Gates or Steve Jobs. That like, oh, these are, they're so self-made. But our choices make who we are today. And so when we recognize that every small choice is our responsibility, when we think about it, we are self-made. So if we are the victim or we're this or that, well, then you're a self-made victim. You are a self-made person who's sad. You're a self-made person who doesn't have any hope. And I think people forget that every thought creates your emotion, which creates what you do. And when that happens, that creates the foundation and the platform of who we're going to become. So if I want to become a healthy, independent person, every thought I have needs to move me towards that. And when life happens... I then have the choice, okay, well, is this still going to move me to the direction I want to go or does it divert me to a different part? And so, yes, it may be difficult and people may think, oh my gosh, James, I can't do this for every single thing. But when you simply stop and reflect, change is simply a thought away. So if I had the same concept for a year and didn't realize it, well, now that I do realize it, I can simply change it. <laughs> it doesn't have to be as hard as what people often think. Exactly, exactly. Well, uh, and I wrote many books before, but this one, Zero Frequency, is more uh, uh, maybe for intellects. I love yeah? it. Good. So how you put the spirituality, because I come from the business world. Mm -hmm. uh, I was an accountant licensed in business administration. Mm -hmm. So I went to the other extreme of a spirituality. Mm -hmm. I wanted to bring everybody into, you know, yes. the clouds and everything. And then I had to find myself, you know, the balance because yep. we are a spirit, but mm -hmm. we are now here yes, and there are. are rules and there are ways of working. Yes. So being, being out there in the clouds doesn't help you. Mm -hmm. It can inspire you, but it's not practical. Exactly. Or uh, being too much into your mind doesn't work either. Yeah. It makes us very uh, unhappy people. <laughs> yes. We created a very unhappy world. Yes, we have. So zero frequency is more showing you with practical things, with different ways of how to come back to zero, how to be more conscious and being able to separate from yes. the pain. Yes. You know, you are not that pain. You are not the memories. You are not your beliefs. Yes. And you can be free now. That's beautiful. Now, I have to, I really have to tell you that because I'm recording it to do the audio book. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm doing it in Spanish because mm -hmm. not everybody likes my accent. Oh. So in English, <laughs> I love in it. English, in English, I pay somebody, you know, <laughs> that speaks better, better English. But, um, but in Spanish, and I was shocked. You know that I've been trying to re to write this book for 10 years. Really? You know that the last version, the la the, what I published, it was ready one year ago. But as I'm reading it, I cannot believe what I put in this really? book. This book was for these times. Oh, wow. 
God had a plan. You're God always me? has a plan, yes. And I, and I was kind of fighting with God. <laughs> I, really, I had conversation where I said, oh, you don't want me to write this book? Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to write it. And I was mad <laughs> because I couldn't believe how many things yeah. were holding me back for publishing. But this book is really for these times. Oh, I cannot I even believe it myself. I talk about pandemic. Really? Book, I mentioned pandemic, but I talk about a pandemic of love and peace wow. that can that can heal anything. Wow. Oh my God, <laughs> Mabel, that's amazing. And I, talk, and I talk about homeschooling and how important homeschooling <laughs> is for the kids. Wow. And I don't know how many more things. And I, I actually talk about it's time to change humanity. Mm. So I'm, I'm like... I cannot believe. You know, and in that moment, even when you reflect on how frustrated you are with God and why things weren't working out, you know, implementing your own thought system. Now, a year later, when you reflect on that, what did you learn about all that? You need to accept that everything is perfect. <laughs> yes. That God knows better than you. Yes. <laughs> what I always think as well is when, when I get so frustrated about things like that, I always ask myself, James, what are you learning about yourself right now? And sometimes I'm like... Okay, well, I clearly need to work on this. Or other times, like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you for that. But simply when you ask yourself that question and truly take that time to slow down and reflect on what, what the experience is, not what the problem is, what you're experiencing, that does give you a lot of clues of perhaps some blind spots you've had in your past that you never really looked at. And those yeah. small little life events or the big life events will always point out areas where you can exponentially grow. And like you've said before, it's just simply a thought away. You recognize it. What am I going to do with it? You implement that yeah. change. Knowing that you can change it. You yes. know, I do have a world peace campaign. And mm -hmm. my world peace campaign is peace begins with me. War, a peace within is world peace. Yes. We are waiting for something yeah, else peace, to change yeah. outside. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. or nobody feels good about being codependent. Yes. You know, of anything or yeah. anybody. Mm -hmm. So... We have to start taking responsibility. We need to change. And this we are in in times like never before. Yes. We are writing, making history here yes. and uh, and writing it as we go. Yes, and it yeah, depends yeah. on us. Yeah. It depends on us. Yes. Yeah, but we actually are at the at the moment that we can create that beautiful earth, you know, that we were uh, hoping for, yes. you know, with, with harmony and justice and for all. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, you know, uh, this, I know the show is going to syndicate multiple years in the future. This show was actually filmed at the time of the pandemic, but every, all the content that's in this that's show true. is exactly perfect for when we're beyond the pandemic. It's applicable to every yeah. time in one's life. You know what? I am collecting. I used to have TV shows and radio mm -hmm, shows mm -hmm. before for the Latino community. Mm -hmm. I used to do a lot of teleclasses before I started traveling the mm -hmm. world, you know, with this message. And uh, so I'm pulling back a lot of uh, content that I used to. You know that the 9-11 event, mm -hmm. everything that I, that I look at that had to do with that applies to today. It certainly does, yes. It's it does. like this is repeat memory, replay memories. And we still didn't learn. And, you know, to piggyback off that, we're going to have to end in just a second. What I always tell people is life happens. So the situation may be different than what's happened in the past, but the emotions we've experienced are the same. If I've experienced heartache, pain, loss, grief, desolation, despair, if I've experienced, if I'm experiencing it now, I just simply ask myself, when did I experience it before? What did I do that helped me? And what did I do that did not help me? Those types of questions you ask allows you to immediately say, 
I don't have to reinvent the wheel. What did I do before? Let me do that. That helped me because that decreases one's emotion, which then gives you the ability to say, now, what do I do with this? And then with that, that's where the choice comes in to say, yes, I can overcome this. I can find the answer that I need to allow this to become the, the stepping stone for my life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But zero frequency is a journey. Yes. So the journey started now during the pandemic. Okay. Yes. But it's a journey that it will apply for the rest of your life if you choose to. Yes. And hopefully my listeners will choose that. I highly endorse Mabel Cott's book, Zero Thank Frequency, you. The Easiest Way to Peace, Happiness, and Abundance. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you, Mabel, and to purchase this book, where would they find this information online? Uh, Mabelcats.com forward slash zero frequency. And uh, if you go actually to zerofrequency.com um, book resources, there might still be some $100 bonuses of digital products that you will love, you know, when you buy the book. And Wonderful. right now, the Kindle is only $2.99. Oh, it's wow. for, limi for a limited yeah, time. Yeah, of course. But, but we don't know when you are going to be watching this, yes. but try it because it might still be available. Yeah, and regardless of when you do listen to it, the, the price point is definitely worth everything you're going to learn. So, Mabel, thank you so much for your fantastic wisdom. It's been an absolute pleasure being on my show. James, great meeting you. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.